as if he kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Let's talk sport with RTL Today Radio. Yeah, kia ora, good and We are live in the studio at RTL Today Radio in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. You're with myself, Nathan Snade, Scott Brown, me old mucker, as he quite rightly pointed out the other day. It's the 22nd of March. Mate, the weather's brighter on our drive-in tonight, wasn't it? A bit brighter, yeah. A bit brighter? Massively brighter. Big last, changes, the last clocks week noted, go just, back the weekend. The, the clocks go back on uh, on Saturday night or Sunday at two two o'clock. It's show eighty one. Not sh- you think it's show eighty two? Do you? No, I think show eighty one. Oh, well, <laughs> we have to agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. We need to have a re- rethink of that. Whatever that whatever it is, it's many. It's our domestic sports wrap tonight, and. Uh, where are we going tonight, Scott? We're going to talk a little bit of basketball. Well, quite a bit about basketball because it's pretty impressive at the weekend, wasn't it? Um, we obviously uh, were lucky enough to be uh, to be uh, to be present. Yeah, I think it was it was pretty. I was I was massively impressed, to be honest. Um, what was it like they said there were five thousand people down there? Give a, um, a big rap to um, the the cock itself. Yep, hell of an event, hell of an event, and and obviously the um, the FLBB because. Yeah, fair play. They put it all together. I think, yeah, a fabulous rap. Yeah, certainly, that was my my first ever basketball match, and I'll uh, well, ever in your life. You've yep, just, yep. Apart from teaching it in 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 your physical education curriculum, of course. Yeah, refereeing. Don't worry about travel. Don't worry about double dribble uh, any of that. You know. Um, but yeah, that was my first the first time I ever watched a basketball match. So I'd, I'd I'd love to go back. Have you been to watch a basketball match before? Many. I was a season ticket holder in Trier for a while. They've got a team that uh, that played the season TV ticket game. holder. Yep, what did that season... sting you? Oh, I can't remember. It was that many moons ago. I think giving them away. Were they? they were playing Do- they Deutsche good? Mark in those days. Do they play? Uh, they, they play in the first division. They, they played they? in the. Well, I'm not <laughs> sure right now, but I'm pretty confident they do play in the in the Bundesliga. They not. I wouldn't say they're not one of the top. At the time, they weren't one of the top teams, but they've stacked with. Uh, yeah, it's a professional outfit. So um, I watched a little bit locally in in, in New Zealand in the um, back in the day. I knew a few players that were playing for our local team, and they were playing in the in the top league of New Zealand. Um, never been to never been to an NBA game. I think that'd be something different. But um, I'm surprised you've never been to a basketball game before. It's no, good, good entertainment, when, isn't it? Won't be my last one. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of timeouts and stuff. It's quite a stop start, and once you get used to that, but just to go and watch it and how the game evolves over the over the course yeah. of it all. It's like, quite funny because you see two minutes left on the clock, but actually that's going to take 10 minutes to play. It's actually going to take a week and a half. <laughs> you know, it's like watching, it's like NFL, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you got a few uh, on this day. 
Mate, I have things got off. A, yeah, I'm going to start with, start off on this day in 1896. Uh, Charlie Vasilokos from Greece, with a name like that, of course he's Greek. He um, he won the first modern marathon in three hours 18, and it was that at the Pan um, Hellenic Games. So that was all the way back in 1896 when he was running a, a marathon in three hours 18. So uh, so fair play. Be happy running. Uh a marathon in three hours 18, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, so I'd be happy doing that today, let alone 1896. 1952, Wales won for the Five Nations Rugby Championship. They got the Grand Slam and the Triple Crown with a 9 uh, 5 win over France at St Helens Ground in Swansea. 9 5, it just seems an odd score, doesn't it? But um, I made note there that in 1970, from, from the year 1971, tries were only worth four points. Do you remember that? Well, did you do? Do you well? Do you remember when tries but got could change that they the the. I do not recall that. No, you don't recall it. Oh, there we go. Well, so it was in nineteen seventy one tries with four points, but that scoring changed to five points for a try in nineteen ninety two after the ninety one Rugby World Cup. So it actually took place in in nineteen ninety two. But when rugby started, did you know that originally a try was worth no points? Yes, and do you know why it's called a try? Because you've got to try and have a conversion? Yeah, you've got to try. You score a try, and then the reward of that is a try for the post. Try, a try for the post, a yeah. try for a conversion, yeah. That's where it comes Brilliant. from. Brilliant, so to get your to Where get was your it point. invented? A, I'm guessing. England. England. Yeah. At Harrow School? No, at Rugby yeah. School. Rugby School. By who? William Weir Bowles. Oh, look at you. Was he? Was William Weir Bowles English or Scottish? I believe he was English, but he... Broke the the limited rules because obviously if you want to go into the the deeper uh, what's the word roots. the deeper roots of uh, of sport in in the UK it was um, obviously evolved from traditional mob games um, which is like back you talking could be talking a thousand years ago back where you would play against your individual you know, your villages or your towns or whatever it might be. And it could be just as simple as you've got to get the pig's head to the pub as quick as you can uh, and the other opposition are going to stop you. And there there were no rules, so there's plenty of bagar back in the day. Um, and then obviously the story about how football obviously evolved from a pig's bladder. That's when originally what they what they used for that. Um, and then the obviously the, you know, to, it's different because... Um, Obviously, you living close to me, that might be the extent of where we would travel, you know, back yeah. in the day. And then obviously, as time goes on, people travel to further afield. And so they obviously produced a collective set of rules. And this is where you get branching into different factions of like association football, um, you know, rugby league, rugby union, and all these different sports and stuff have all evolved from these somewhat limited mob games where there weren't really any rules and stuff. And that's what we, we currently have today. That is a phenomenal presentation by... The one and only Scott Brown. <laughs> I think you might have done that. Did you do that for your PGSV? Well, no, no, no. Oh, no you see, your, he used to teach uh, that. He used to teach, teach that, that at school because the first thing, you know, where, first question everybody asks in PE is where does, where does sport come from? You know, um, you've got all these, you know, I so think I think the tribes. Yeah, abs- abs- yeah, yeah. Well, you don't want to. I would. Well, not so much the tribes, but certainly the indigenous population of whatever country might have been playing. Because obviously, you have got to remember that the Kiwis never had any commune, uh, communication. Kiwis, Kiwis weren't around. Well, the Kiwis Ki- themselves, the bird was around. Yeah, but certainly but not. The New Zealanders obviously never 
had any communication with, you know, England, not until the British Empire obviously changed things up here. But then you look at that, they've obviously, you know, they they formalised everything and then obviously went to try and dominate the world, didn't they? So they took a lot of the sports with them and stuff. So, um, I mean, that's what you've got now. You've got the Commonwealth Games, haven't you? Which is essentially what that... Hence why the Commonwealth (laughs) Commonwealth, uh, countries play mainly English sports. Cricket, rugby... Golf, but the golf. You still see it as like the ultimate insult if you invented the sport and then get beaten at it. Yeah, it's true though, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, things in, in history, things swinging roundabouts. Yeah. So I think New Zealand have its have had its uh, day of glory. Well, speaking of New Zealand, obviously, word on the street is uh, Scott Robinson has now been appointed the All Blacks coach for twenty twenty four. He has. I just. Do you want my opinion? I'm going to give it to you anyway. I've already heard this, but the, the punters haven't. The punters haven't. All the ones listening in no, for the, uh, to I see if they can get their I, mitts on these, uh, I think these it's a tickets blunder. to go and watch. I, I think it's a PR blunder by New Zealand rugby. rugby oh, but mate, they're all idiots. Like all these guys, you know, the New Zealand, uh, the NZRU. Well, got, Scott got Robinson, who's the CEO, he's a pretty clever guy. He's, he's pretty switched on, but I think he's just made a blunder to, to hang our current coach Foster out like he did I think he's just given him to the PR machine they've already named the next coach post Rugby World Cup yeah. what what happen, What happens in the scenario and I hope this well certainly the first case scenario is if the All Blacks were to win the Rugby World Cup which my money would a little bit of money would be on them but I don't don't hold it you know too tightly um, they win the World Cup and then Scott Robertson comes along for example and then loses the first Bledisloe Quite possible could happen mm-hmm. if if Fozzie wins. When the was World the last Cup, time wins the the, uh, the Kiwis lost the Bledisloe? It's like twenty years or something. Yeah, we've, ha- we've held on to it tight for a long, long time. <laughs> but imagine losing that, and, and which could possibly happen. Yeah. And winning the Rugby World Cup, which could possibly happen. Fozzie goes out a, a, a winner, and he sticks two fingers up at the air at the NZRFU and say, "Thanks for treating me like a." But bag you get of you get a rubbish. lot of that, like. I'd love to be sat at the top of some of these sports organisations and thinking, let's let's take cricket, for example. This whole review thing yeah. is is stupid. You know, that you can review, you can challenge the official. You know... It what by, do you mean in, 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 a, in, a, in a board, you mean, as a, as a board? No, no, I'm talking about in the game. You can challenge the official, you know, because the official makes mistakes. It was all... It's all bread and butter, you know? All these, all these uh, officials make mistakes. It's part of the game. You know, I'm a big believer that if you play long enough, they'll all, all these decisions balance themselves out in the long run. You know, you get ones that go your way, you get ones that don't go your way. But if you're... Um, yeah, if you're going to make it so the players can challenge the official... Here, speaking of which, talking officials, what about that scumbag from Fulham who pushed the referee? How long's he got banned for? I don't know. I don't know. They better chuck the book at him. I bet they don't. I bet they give him like five games or something lame like that. Yeah, maybe. But then again, the sport football allows for that, right? I mean, the way they 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 talk to ref, you know, the way they talk to referees, it's it's not clean cut, as what you get in rugby. I mean, it's it's chalk and cheese. It's embarrassing, isn't it? Like, yeah. love, if, if anybody's if, listening if in, if you're a football fan, if you're a football fan listening in, please get in touch with me. And, 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 that, and you think that's acceptable. You think that's all right. But if you, you think, think that's if all you right. think talking back to a referee is all right, challenge me. Challenge us because we're both, I'm, in, the I'm no, we're both I'm, in the same. I'm, I'm no saint. I'm no saint. I've talk, spoken back to referees, but I think but there is a, a capped, as a captain, you can speak back to the referee. No, or if not cap- really. You, it depends on the. It depends on the the individual you've got refereeing. If 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 uh, the the referee can. 
but, but rugby players are like kids. You know, they want to know where they stand. So if you let them know how things are going to go down very early on in the game, they'll all shut up shop and they won't speak to you. Football, why, if you why can't football be the same thing? Well, they can. They can. But can you imagine, like, but no one comes out to defend the referees. If the referee makes a decision, the managers cry about it in the interviews afterwards, but they don't get in trouble, do they? They're actually trying to do a good job now on, on, on a lot of the telly programmes where they have a referee as a, on the panel. I think they've got you're using Nigel Owens on the on well BBC was certainly were for the Six Nations yeah so he can put his two cents within and he can he obviously can say you know if they, he thinks that it might have been a blunder or and in many cases he's probably defending the the, the decisions of the um, of the referee. All right, that was a little bit of a tangent. Let's come back. Still, we're still on with sport and the history in the world today. Um, nineteen fifty-eight was the twentieth NCAA men's basketball championship. Okay, on this day, nineteen fifty-eight, Kentucky beat Seattle 84-72. Um, Seattle's future Hall of Fame afford Elgin Baylor. He was named tournament MOP, and that rang a bell with me. MOP. What is MOP? What is MOP? Anyway, MOP is the most outstanding player. Ah, sounds lo- sounds logical, but actually, they only use MOP in basketball. I always know it as, as, I've always MVP, known it as isn't it? MVP, which is what we're more f- familiar with, most valuable pa- player. Anyway, the 2023, it's tipped that Alabama freshman Brandon Miller will likely um, will likely scoop the award. He's at, um, he's at the shortest odds at the moment. So, um, yeah, MOP, that was a bit of a school day for me. Is it for you? If it is, if it isn't, don't forget to get in touch with us on the show, 621-52-5000, and you can uh, let us know what you think. One of those interesting ones, isn't it? If you pick up uh, if you pick up MVP, are you likely to, to go on to bigger and better things, you know? Maybe, or, or maybe it's just a, you're, you're just on form at that time, but we one, all likely go into a, dr- get the draft. There's the one, uh, what's the one in the NFL called, is the Heisman, Heisman Trophy? Something like that for like the best player in college football, I think it is. But how many people win that and then go on to be a superstar, you know? Yeah, I don't, in, I don't know. Another interesting, interesting one. one. 1967, Muhammad Ali, he knocked out Zora Foley in the seventh round for the heavyweight boxing title. Now, there are four recognised heavyweight belts. There's the WBA, the WBC, the IBF and the WBO. Lots of W's and lots of B's, obviously, for worlds and boxing. Um, I'm guessing it's the World Boxing Association, the World Boxing Championships, the IBF, International Boxing Federation, and WBO, I'm guessing, is the World Boxing Organization. So they are the four recognised heavyweight belts. And as we know... Who's the last one to hold them all? Lewis, Lennox Lewis. Did he hold them all? What are they called? We have to do a bit of a... You call it unified, unified unified heavyweight. Oh, I don't know. That might be one for a Google. But we know it's... I think it's... um, It is. uh, Alexander Ersk. He holds the three. Usek. Usek. Usek, is it? Okay, so he holds the three. He's got the WBA, the IBF, and the W... WBO and uh, Tyson Fury, he has the WBC. So, so and that's the, the and that's the punch up we all want to see. The isn't last it? undisputed heavyweight champion of the world was former professional boxer and commentator Lennox Lewis. Oh, he okay. held the WBA, the WBO, and the IBF titles from November 1999 to April 2000. Obviously, there's a fourth one now that is. Yeah. By all accounts, been introduced. In a well. bit of sad news, we're 1969. Normally, the number 69 represents good news, but in this case, it's bad news. Ethiopian double Olympic marathon gold medalist uh, Abiba Bilik, uh, Bikula, Bikula? 36. 
on this day, 1969, he was um, paralysed in, um, in, in a car accident um, in Ethiopia. He regained his upper body, body mobility, but he was never, unfortunately, able to, to walk again. Gee whiz, double Olympic marathon gold medalist. He's never able to walk again. What a shame. Um, today, though. Today, massive news. Massive news. Frenchman Simon Billy. What a great name. Simon Billy. Contia. Sees the world ski speed record. He reached 255.5 kilometres an hour on Var Altdewebs and a track flirting with the vertical. Ho, ho, ho. Bigger video on uh, YouTube. I, I think, think it'll be coming out. It must be out about now, but 255. Congratulations, Simon Billy. What a great name, Simon Billy. That's <laughs> up there. 31 years old, I guess. There's no way I would. Uh, Attempt to go down any speed radar gun at all. You? No. On a snowboard? And it's a great way to sober you up, I think, after a big... I, I have... You're a snowboarder, are you? I'm a snowboarder. And Baggy pants. probably about, I would say, 15 years ago, I thought I was going fast and I was doing 80, 82 kilometres an hour and I was fair flying it, but... Yeah, baggy pants. Yeah, the little, they, they, that's they, when you they, have they, the little kids fly they, past you, so don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. They were, my pants were baggy for a reason, and it wasn't because they were a size too big. Now, I'll cut right to the chase here. I have two tickets to give away to the Luxembourg versus Portugal match this Sunday at 20.45. Yeah. Now, Stade we've Luxembourg. been chatting about this offline, and we've told a few people that we do have a few tickets, so they're going to get, get their name. They've got to yeah, be until when. Absolutely. So if you are listening in, um, the question, actually... Um, it's not going to be a question. I want you to tell me. Tell me why it's so important that you get to go and watch Cristiano Ronaldo and we don't just keep them for ourselves and go on Sunday, huh? Exactly. Tell me. Text me. Text me now. I'm listening. I'm watching the WhatsApp. I want to read these messages out and let's see what we've got. Well, maybe they can come and they, they can come into the show and we go to the football. Yeah, maybe they could do that. We could swap that around. So if you're listening in, tell me. Tell me why we should give you the tickets for uh, to go and watch Cristiano and Ronaldo watch, this Sunday and evening. don't WhatsApp us. You've got to WhatsApp 621-525-000. Absolutely. That's right. 621-525-000. We will be reading them out and uh, I guess we'll pick the... Uh, We'll pick the best one. So looking forward to hearing about that. Now let's cut right to the uh, the basketball, Nathan. Well, yeah. So have you you ever gone to watch the uh, the FLBB finals before? No, FLBB. no. That's that's uh, uh, that's the first time I've ever been and and watched the basketball and locally in Luxembourg. Uh, very impressed. I sometimes going. I've, I've watched a lot of sport and I really enjoy going to live sport. Um, but often it's more than just the actual game itself. It's the entertainment around. It's the being around a lot of people. It's the infrastructure. It's the bear beforehand. Um, it's the it's the space. I don't like being. I like going into a in, into a crowd. But at the same time, I don't like shoulder to shoulder stuff. Particularly going through the turnstiles and things like that. Maybe that I'm starting to show my age. But I enjoy the atmosphere of of big events. You know, I told you I went to a football match. When was that? In October. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Really a great experience. Oh, you went to watch Premier uh, League, didn't you? It was West one Ham. of the first first second games of the season. It was West Ham Spurs. Um, again, was that in the champ? Where were they in the championship? In the champ and the and the champ league. Well, both teams should be in the champ league. Ah, uh, yeah. But uh, obviously a London uh, a London derby, and it was that was really good fun. But this was just as much good fun. Just think of it. We could we uh, the parking that we got was relatively easily. Let's face it. We we made sure that we 
didn't take the public transport. We probably could have, but didn't want to get home too late. Oh, that's right. You parked over two spaces on the grass verge, didn't you? Yeah. But let's face it, there was other people coming in. There was a lot of people doing I mean, but it. They didn't, the have their, they didn't have their name plastered down the side of the car, did they? So, um. <laughs> No, fair point. But that whole experience of, of, go, of, of, of walking into, into the venue, I know you could argue, yes, there's only 5,000 people, but okay, the, 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 arena is, um, the arena was well laid out. I wanted to, you know, we t- do it every week and we t- where we take our hats off to um, all the punters. Um, the volunteers. The vo- yeah, sorry, the, the, yeah, the punters. The punters is very general. Where we take our hats off to the volunteers and they got it right, you know. Just thinking at the, if I go to the very end of the um, of the basketball, all the kids that were there, they got their, their Luxembourg basketball shirts clearly. They were peeling the tape off the floor. Um, putting all the chairs away, um, picking up the empty, empty empty cups that had got left behind. They're really doing a, an, an incredible job, and that just doesn't that doesn't come just like that. That that comes because of really good organisation. So, I you know a bit of a, a bit of thanks from the Let's Talk Sport team to um, to, to to thank the cock and, and again the, the Basketball Association for putting on a stellar a stellar job. And even the TV and the the, the TVs they made it almost like the NBA, didn't they? Mate, With the full screens the, around. Uh, I don't know what they call it, the cube, that TV in the middle. Yeah. That's that's that is an unbelievable. They made kit. it as professional as well. And if you're listening to the show and you haven't been to a, the, a basketball finals. Okay, I'm a, I don't think that the semi. I mean, semi-finals would still be entertaining, but I think this one. I think the semis were played on the on the smaller, smaller one. Room. Remember when we did the tennis. But, yeah, semis. but still, it'll be uh, very much worthwhile. Yeah, well, I'll definitely be going down to watch a few of the playoff games because uh, a couple, it's pretty full on. Like they finished the cup, and now this weekend they're straight into the playoff games. I think you play best of three um, in the in the quarters, and then the semis, and then obviously the finals. Say, best quarter, of five, isn't play, it? Quarters. Plays best of three, semis best of five. Do they play the finals best of seven? I don't know. I didn't no, know. finals best of five. Best of final. Best of okay, five. and semis um, best of th- best of five or three. Three, I believe. Three. Okay. So um, three, three. So, you and know, then five. there's certainly going to be um, certainly going to be some uh, cracking matchups yeah. there. And then you know you've got the the finalists uh, at Seller and Ash. They obviously could potentially meet again in the semi-finals um, if things uh, things go their way. I believe last year, I think Wolford Orange, I think Wolford won the whole thing being the lowest ranked team in the playoffs. They just went on a bit of a run um, and won, won the whole thing. So yeah, you know, that's the, you know, you can talk about promotion, relegation and all that sort of stuff, but the playoffs sort of, you know, you can be good the whole season, but you gotta, you got to string it together at the end of the season. Uh, just on the results, we obviously, Grenjvold, um uh, triumphed over uh, Sparta, seventy-one points to sixty. They dominated it. They were down at halftime, but they came back and dominated that third quarter, where the Sparta ladies pu- ran out of puff there. That's right. We watched um, that. We, we got down yeah. courtside. It was for those twenty-two months, in, in the in the uh, in the third quarter. It was twenty-two points to five. So Grenjevold uh, or Grenjevold, you know, really really dominated that third quarter. We talked to uh, Mike Fader, who is the ladies' head coach. Um, really appreciate him oh, to taking the time after a couple of beers. Well, I think he was on to his first beer actually, yeah. taking the time to talk to us after the game. And yeah, just one of those one of those things, you know. But it's as he said, there's not, not much time to worry about it. You got to move on to the playoffs, you know. Obviously, we didn't really talk about it, but the, you know, the elephant in the room is yeah. the the circumstances yeah. of. Of the, well, the of, of one of the teams certainly reaching the final, you know, I don't think I don't think we'll hear that's the last we'll hear of it because I think it's the sort of thing you can always add to try and motivate players and 
fire them Tell up. You what, I think Nathan, you, you obviously uh, um, interviewed Sam Logic um, after the game, who previously played down in Walford and now was playing um, a Ring, Ring of Old. Yeah, yeah. No, she was. Uh, I mean, obviously, wrapped with that third quarter. That was uh, that was a, the summary of it. But they were they, then they were they were bigger and they were stronger, and that was they that evidently showed. I think, yeah. Their, their, their fitness was superior, right? You just think of how a big, big physical team, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's right. And, and how <clears throat> how quick they could always, you know, they, they they'll be on defense, and then you know, let's say they they forced an error from Sparta, and very quickly, you know, they were down the other end. But if you, um, about the same with the, the in the men's final as well, actually, they were a bit. Uh, I, I felt that Ettlebrook were quite dominant. Yeah, I mean, well, I, don't, I wouldn't say dominate because I think, you know, Ash have some classy players. There were some classy players on show. Certainly, uh, obviously, they prevailed 79 points to 65. Um, again, they had a strong a strong third and, and, and also final quarter. But we, obviously, we have a good relationship with Gavin Love, who is the uh, the head, slow, head coach up at Etzella. Um, and he was telling us it was just like, yeah, mate, it will mean they, they were actually 20 points out in front at one point. Yeah, that's right. And the mm-hmm. game can just change like... It that. did start to get a little yeah, bit hairy yeah. and for it, them. And it was quite interesting because I watched the last bit with you and there was a bit where I think Esh had a bit of pressure and then they hit a three points. And it's one of those ones where, yeah, it might only be three points, but if they score again, it's potentially five um, you know, or or then double to six points, and then if they score again, all of a sudden, eight. You know, that leads cut in half, and it was interesting. Basically, as soon as they hit the three, before they can even go on attack again and potentially get, you know, pressured up the top, pressure, yeah. cut, kill, kill it, kill the momentum, take the timeout and stuff like that. And that's more just to try and take, you know, try and shift the momentum. So that's quite interesting how the coaches do use the timeouts in that sort of thing, mate. We're just going to interrupt here because I've got a few texts coming in here about this um, about the tickets. There's a few boys wanting the tickets. Is there? Who have we got? Tell us. Have, they, have you got any on your on your um, phone coming through? So somebody, I got a, I got a few. Te- who's text me? Someone's Who text we me. We got right Julian. There. You got Julian Hanks as uh, wait there. Text as, the sh- as, 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 as wait, wait, there, wait there. Someone's just texted my personal phone. Text the show. What is it? Six two one fifty two five thousand. Tell them what are by, huh? you doing? Right, sunshine. You'll have to. Uh, I'm, 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 uh, for anybody listening, I'm not going to make my mind. We're not going to make our mind up straight away. So we'll read these out if your if your uh, texts have been coming in, and uh, we'll put on some tunes and we'll have a conversation and also decide who we win. So who have we got here? Okay, I'm visiting my brother this weekend and his favourite football player is Ronaldo. He's been his biggest fan for his entire life and it'd be the biggest dream to see him play this weekend. I don't know who you are, but you are the first person to text in, so props to you. We will consider that and we'll have a discussion about that. The next one. Um, I would love to spend time with my son who loves watching football and taking that European football game atmosphere. Can't beat it. He oh, beat that's it. a lovely atmosphere. Um, R- Ronaldo would be maybe the last time to see him playing in the Stade de Luxembourg and it would be grateful to be there on Sunday. That's the... That's I actually nice had this one. discussion with Bex on the way up. That would be a cool... That would be a cool one to say, oh, I actually... Um, yeah, I got to see him play because you would, I, I, you know, I can't imagine he's got too many KMs left on the old clock. Um, so to say you went and watched Ronaldo play, that would be uh, that would be pretty cool, especially because yeah. it's Stade Luxembourg, so it's yeah. what ten thousand people. It's not like going to the Bernabeu and it's hundred thousand people or something, you know. Well, uh, I mean, he has played in Luxembourg before. Yeah, he's actually the he's actually got the more the potato, got more. the potato, the infamous potato field. You know those oh, br- those right. bloody yeah. bloody rugby players well, chopping it up. You it'll know, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what Cristiano is going to say about it this time. I think a different, different I, I think I'm right. In, I think I'm right in saying that he has played there before. 
at the new at, stadium. At the new stadium. At the new stadium. I mean, it's not it's not so new now, is it? It's a couple of years old now, isn't it? You think? Yeah. Prove me wrong. Oh, okay. Got another one here. Hey guys, I would love to go with my girlfriend. In fact, I've never been before in the new stadium, and I think the atmosphere would be better than any other game which has been played there at the moment at the stadium. We have a lot of Portuguese people here in Luxembourg, and I think this game will be very special for everybody. I would be so grateful if I win these tickets. It would mean a lot. Thank you, and thank you for your great show on the radio. PS T seventy one do launch all the way. Is that the men's? Is that the men's or the nice ladies' show. team? Men's or the ladies' team? We can really open up a can of worms with this one as well. Uh, I've got some young lady typing in now. She says, "How to enter? I think you know how to enter, Miss. I want to hear why I should give you these tickets. Anyway, we're going to take a short." break no we're not going to take a short break we're going to take a break from reading out these messages nathan what's your next bit as i said just to wrap up there on the basketball if you weren't down there um obviously we we often talk about how as expats you can come to luxembourg and think there isn't that much going in luxembourg i can tell you now there's a lot of sport going on in luxembourg Bull hit. there yeah. is so much going on in this country bull, bull sugar honey iced, iced tea <laughs> if you're one of those people tea. that come here th- for, for three years and think oh there's nothing going in luxembourg where have you been wake think, up and smell I, the coffee i think that's it's the beauty. electric i think that we're very well, privileged it's not electric electric but it's pretty good there's enough going on i tell people to get involved in sport yeah Get involved in the community. Get down there. See, get if you can yourself yourself, a... see if you can blag yourself. See if you yourself up into VIP. You know we do that all the time, Nathan, don't we? <laughs> We're a bit cheeky. <laughs> We're a bit cheeky. Get yourself involved with sport. Get out to some of these events. Go and support your local uh, lo- local footy team, local basketball team, local vo- uh, football team. If you've got squash courts in your in, in your village. Go down to the squash centre, and if you haven't come come to Sandvile, go to Cockleshire, go to Petange, go to Edelbrook. There is a lot going on. Get down to rugby. You've got Wolfordonge. You've got uh, you, you've got uh, loads going on at up RCL as well. Um, yeah, there's plenty going on in sport. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna before we take a break, I'm gonna tell you a story about the sportsman who became larger than life that I learnt about today, Mr Daniel Lambert, who was actually born this month. That's why I put it in sport in the history of today. Now, this bloke went from being a slim, athletic, sport-loving type of fella, and he turned into a mountain of a man by the time he got into his 30. He was so huge that he entered the record books as the heaviest person to ever have lived. Lambert was born in Leicester to a family that was passionate about hunting, gamekeeping, and other field sports. He also excelled at them. He was an excellent swimmer, and he actually taught children to swim across the river that runs through the city. Scott, you're going to take a, you're going to, um, take a wee break and, and have a look at what the river is called, because I wanted to know what the river is called that runs through the city of Leicester. Do you know? Oh, you're an Englishman? I'm tell you now. We're not an Englishman. Uh, river. Yeah. What's the river that runs They're through driven. Leicester? Is it the Avon or something? Because you've got Stratford-upon-Avon. That's more Staffordshire, I think. Is it? Uh, where else? What are the big rivers you got up there? It's not the Moselle anyway, I'll tell you so that. No, it's not the Moselle, it's not the LZ, um, it's not the Sur. No, uh, what are the big rivers have we got up there? It's not the Nile, I know that, the geography. What are the good ones you got up there? Big ones. And if you're listening from Hungary, it's certainly not the Danube. <laughs> The only one you know. The, I'll tell you what it is. The, and not the Rhine. Anyway, have a look. Anyway, so he was he was a bit of a... He was actually known as so strong, this guy, that a, a bear was... Um, not the drinking bear, but the grr, grizzly bear. It was attacking... Is it a, actually a grizzly bear? I don't think it was a grizzly bear. Do you know bear, how it's, 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 it's in the UK. And they're only but in a Canada, bear, a bear was attacking his, his dog, and he actually... Punched the dog and it uh, punched the bear. Punched the bear in the face, and it was enough to save the dog. Anyway, <laughs> he was this big, 
big guy. But in nineteen uh, in 1791, things seemed to go a bit pear-shaped for uh, Daniel Daniel Lambert. When age 21, he took over from his father as keeper of the local uh, Bridwell Prison, or the, the House of Correction. And over a 10-year period, his weight, he ballooned to 250 kilos. So for those English people that might be listening, that's 40 stone. Um, but however, he was a he he was a um, a much like person, and, and he was a and he was a, a good man that or that people like to chat with in the community. By 1805, 35 year old Lambert, he then went on to weigh 320 kilos. That's 50 stone, and he actually became un, unemployable, not because he could um, couldn't work, but because the uh, the prison closed, leaving him without a job. So what he did. He needed to find some money, so he had no choice to make an exhibition of himself. So he moved to London, and he charged visitors to visit his home and just gaze at his, like, enormous bulk. Now, despite these difficulties, he still remained cheerful, and he engaged with all his, 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 his visitors. And, of course, he loved talking about the hunting and the fishing and, uh, fishing and, the, and, and horse racing, all the things that actually he was, he was quite good at. But he, he became a um, bit of an icon because he came uh, fashionably, what do you call it? Yeah, it became a fashion to go and see um, to go and see him at his exhibition. I don't want to say like a, like a freak show, but that that sort no, of going yeah. going back to that's that sort of the terminology, you know, back yeah. in the day, like yeah. the man with the hairy face, the strongest man, and all that exactly. sort of stuff. So yeah. he became he became one of them <laughs> at his house in Piccadilly, and he was dra- drawing up to four hundred paying visitors every day. Phenomenal. Just for being massive. Just for being massive. So by late, well, but being massive, you're 350 kilos. So by um, 1806, he was wealthy enough and he actually returned back to Leicester. um, But he did continue to make exhibitions of himself, but this time he was touring English towns and English cities. He actually died doing that in uh, in, in 1808 at the age of 39. His, um, His body at that time was 335 kilos. Jesus Christ. His coffin was so big that they that they had to basically put wheels on one end and they and they dug the dug the hole um on a slope to lever and it took 20 people and it took him over half an hour to get him into his into his final resting place. Um anyway, what's what's the wonderful point of the story? The wonderful point of the story is that um, several public houses have been named after uh, after Daniel Lambert, um, and in the town of Stamford, where he d- died, the local football team is named the Daniels. Class. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So Nathan, to, uh, one, one more, one more thing. And in two thousand nine, it was the two hundredth anniversary of his death, and Leicester celebrated Daniel Lambert Day, and the local paper described him as one of the city's most cherished icons. What a legend, huh? Daniel Lambert. There we go. So here we go. The River Soar. Okay, it's a major... major Soar as an S-O-R-E or S-A-W? S-O-A-R is a major tributary of the River Trent. should know that, Trent. In the English East Midlands and is the principal river of Leicestershire. So the River Trent, that, would that come from the Stoke-on-Trent? Yeah, and then obviously you've got... That's up towards Nottingham, Nottingham-Trent yep. University, that sort of thing. Um, the source of the river is midway between Hinckley and Lutterworth. The river then flows north through Leicester, where it's joined by the Grand Union Canal. Right. I'll tell you what. I've got some WhatsApps coming in here, okay? Guys, if, you, if you've if you texted in, okay, and you've di- I'm, I'm going to read these out, okay? So if you're listening in, you'll be like, oh, yeah, happy days, okay? So I'm going to read these out. If anybody else texts you in... Um, I want one that really stands out. Okay, and before we get into this, you were talking about your man punching a bear. Well, that made me think of... Uh, have you, you ever watched The Inbetweeners? 
1937 and Scott Briggs out of movie. Maybe I might have to go Here a bit longer go. tonight, Sam. <laughs> uh, slap me on the wrist after. Um, yeah, and there's a bit in the in-betweeners where you've got the guy Jay and he basically lies about everything. But, you know, you've got that mate who just chats. Who just lies, it, yeah. But it's just good. It's good to listen to because like you Uncle, chuckle. Like Uncle Pete. Yeah, Uncle Pete. You just mm-hmm. let it go, you know. Um and there's a bit where he basically says, um, yeah, well, we, yeah, it was basically like we were out camping last time and these cows came over to us and I had to knock it out. And the guy, like the guy, Neil, who's a bit simple, is like, what, you actually knocked it out? He's like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty hectic, right? So just bang, knocked it out, like knocked out a cow. And he's like, yeah. And then the cows stood up on their back legs and were shooting milk from their udders and stuff. <laughs> like just coming up with this sort of stuff. You've got you to absolutely love it. Right, here we go. I'm going to read out a couple of these. Hello. Please, please, I want the tickets so much. I want to see Ronaldo. I'm a year, 11 years old footballer and I want to become the Ronaldo of Luxembourg. I'd love to hear that, buddy. We may get back to you on that one. Um, I would love to take an 11-year-old neighbour who's a huge Ronaldo fan to see him for the first and possibly last time. You would make a little boy very happy. And with any luck, with any luck, Luxembourg wins. We have our fan scarves ready. Very Luxembourg. Hello, RTL, or Scott and Nathan, if you want to get personal. I'm uh, really hoping to get the tickets to see Ronaldo play in Luxembourg. Football has always been a passion of mine since I started playing when I was four. I was going to see Ronaldo at the World Cup, but I got COVID three days before my flight. Oh, it'd be, it'd be great to see the goat in person. Oh, that touches yeah. my heart. I'm just going to say... Um, this I haven't just arranged for a load of the lads to just text in, you know, just just we've got some messages coming in. We've got another one. Hi, I'm catching a chance for the tickets to Luxembourg. Put them out this Sunday. My boyfriend is a big fan and has just moved to Luxembourg. Be a perfect opportunity to reunite your country with his idol. Sorry for the wrong number. My English is definitely not at my best. If you've texted me, how the hell you've got my personal number? Where fair play to you. I tell you what. Huh? I tell you what. If you can understand Scott and you can understand myself, then you're yeah. doing very well. I'm getting very excited. Well. I'm getting excited reading these out. Okay. <laughs> Um, hi, I would love to win these tickets because I've never been to a football match. And even though you are born here, oh my God, that's cynical, Louise. You can't say stuff like that. Hey guys, as with uh, Portuguese blood and a sit and bought in Luxembourg, I'd love to attend my two favourite national teams compete against each other. Gerson Rodriguez will score. I tell mm, you what, we'll there's see, a yeah. lot of there's a lot of competition for so, these couple of. Is couple it? Of well, I tell you what, it's still flying the sauce in. Bottle, so mate. so uh, I would love to see the game between Luxembourg and Portugal. I'm surprised to see in the women's CL game at PSG Wolfsburg tonight because of the train strike. Okay, um, and demonstrations in the streets of Paris. The best thing after a women's football would be watching Cristiano Ronaldo in our beautiful stadium. The atmosphere there will be great. Yep, I don't doubt it. I would love to surprise my Portuguese husband with two tickets to see Ronaldo play. It would also be the perfect opportunity to see new coach Roberto Martinez. Yeah, that's a good one. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Promise to send you photos. Ooh, now we're cooking, aren't we? Okay. (laughs) Hey, I'd like to try my luck for the two tickets for the game on Sunday. I'm sure every participant will have thousands of good reasons to be the chosen one. I wish all of luck to them. That's nice to hear. For me, it will be my first ever game at Luxembourg and supporting the players after joining the country recently. It's an opportunity to discover the culture and share memories. We'd love to go to the match. Not often you get to see the Saudi League's best player in real life. I like that one. Funny one. Hello. Uh, In my head... Um, I'm the best and if we don't like that we don't have ambition I like to think that in my own profession I'm the best I may not be in my head the best phrase by Ronaldo I want to show the kids shall we take a break and let a few more come in awesome I'm looking forward to four more messages if you haven't texted in obviously you can text in as many times as you want I want to hear something ridiculous like if you give me the tickets I'm going to streak at the match yeah, you know, something ridiculous you know or I'm going to set off a flare or something 
you know, just just go rogue or with the about, idea. Or maybe you're going to get chased by a cow and have to punch it, and then it's going to get its udders and squirt milk at you. Yeah. I don't know. Give me a Daniel Lambert store. What about on Sunday? We were talking to we were talking about the volleyball, didn't we? Didn't we? we had the two guests, Natalie and, and Jill. Yeah. And um, we talk about woman, woman sport. I mean, they, they don't really do anything with their hairstyles or, I mean, they can't grow a tash, or at least I hope, well, uh, some of them can't grow a tash. Um, Depends uh, if they're taking uh, any <laughs> performance enhancing. Exactly, uh, but I want to see, you know, what about uh, someone, oh, 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 I'll make a mullet for you. Where's your if, old mumsy or... Uh, what, Bar- you want, Barbara you want, from the sandwich shop. A lady she said to shave a mullet into to their make, head. Make a mullet into their head. Something. Let's go. Would, yeah. uh, how that would go down. Or, 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 or put a, or put a tash anyway, on. Anyway, we've anything. got we've got about twenty minutes left, so I'm still looking forward to hearing a few of these absolute uh, belters in terms of why we should give you the tickets. And uh, what we really want you to do is um, go your own way, do it your own way, tell us your own way. And on that nutshell, we'll take a break here. Well, I tell you what, Nathan. I think we were getting excited as anybody there, weren't we? Talking about it, huh? I mean, I, I don't know how we're gonna how we're gonna choose. A, a, well, we got time. I mean, we've fifteen got some, minutes. We've got fifteen minutes. We've got a couple couple more belters coming in. Oh, Absolute belters. I've had a Luxo text in. How do you know he's a Luxo? Because it's in Luxembourgish. Oh, that's pretty. Like that's. That's got to be up there with one of the best ones, texting right. in Luxo. Uh, that so is very in. good. It's not Tony Drennan, is it? No, it's not. Uh, um, what one we got here? Hold on a tick. So, madam, you have... Who's that? Oh, okay. Someone's deleted their message and then... Oh, oh they're coming oh, up with a better one. They didn't it, it like their... It pops up uh, and tells me if they're typing and stuff like that. Yeah, brilliant. We've got another one. Um, hi, I would love to win these tickets because I've never been to a football game here in Luxembourg, even though I'm born here. This be the first game. I may be cynical at the age of 25, but that's why I would love to get them. Normally, I go to the stadium by myself, but one of you guys could join me if I win the tickets. Oh, like a good plan. Ooh. <laughs> Who's that? Claire, not, not a bad shout. Not, not well a bad done, shout, Claire. huh? Okay. Ich würde so gehen die Tickets für mein uh, acht Jahren son gewinnen. Will sehen Eltern nie mit ihm hier ins Stadion gehen und mit den Tickets würde sie Mama mit ihm gehen. That, that, is, not- that is a first. And if we take a look through there, it's not the lads over in RTL there that are t- <laughs> that so have it me up. Brilliant. If you text brilliant, in, brilliant. if you text in there and my and you listened into my how I pronounced that, I think it's German actually. But yeah, if you were listening in and my. You, you thought that was pretty good, then... Uh, yeah, well done. That's, nice. that's, a, that's a first on Let's Talk Sports. Scott Brown. Speaks German. Speaking German. The only German I knew back in the day was Ich habe mein Heft vergessen, which is I've forgotten my book, which I obviously said. In your uh, German class back at school. Yeah, uh, you know, ich sehen. No, ich... What do you say? How do you say I'm a butterfly? What's a butterfly? Schmetterling. Ich bin ein Schmetterling. Schmetterling yeah. Anyway, we've got a few bits to get through. Keep your text coming in. We've got some time, so we're not going to pick our guest next. Oh, wait there. Um, Jeez, I don't want to... Excited, wait Scott. there. I don't want to see Ronaldo, but yes, Regina behind a great man. There's always a great woman. Ah, that's his uh, his PIC, his partner in crime. I like Ooh, that. Oh, nice, ah. nice, nice. What do we got on the menu in Luxembourg sport? We've got show jumping. We've got football, obviously. Can I just do one more? This, oh, this is on, taken... Okay. Gee whiz. This, this is, is... Who is this? This is... Uh, uh, 
Yoshi, if I'm if I'm not going to pronounce, if that's your second name or your first name, I'm not going to pronounce your first name. It's Dipashri. Hopefully I've pronounced that right. I heard your upcoming contest on the radio just now. Here is my reason as to why I think I should get to watch Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo this Sunday. One universe, eight planets, 204 countries, 804 islands, seven seas, seven billion put people and football is what's in common between them we can safely assume that football is more of an emotion to fans than just a sport and a true football fan could nothing uh, could bring nothing greater than the thrill of watching Cristiano Ronaldo one of the best footballers in the world playing live in a stadium I'm married to one of the biggest football fans in the universe and he has been looking for tickets to the game since it was announced and I would love to win these as a surprise for my husband ooh well we've got 12 minutes we'll we'll, we'll converse and have a have a discussion how do you pick huh how do you pick? You need one of those uh, random numbers. One thing I will say, this is sort of the, uh, this is the, you know, this is obviously the big game, but I, I'm pretty sure the FLF have gone around it a different way, haven't they? They put together this package so you could like purchase all the home tickets in bulk, couldn't you? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like you could just buy one-off tickets and stuff like that. It's to basically try and encourage, yes, it's a big game and we'd love to see the stadium absolutely pumping. As, as we know, there's a big Portuguese community out here in Luxembourg, but I suppose they want to encourage yeah, these people. Of course, you want to, to go come. to all the games. I mean, if, if you want the stadium full for every game, and so it should be. It's 10,000 people. We've got more than enough people here. All the cheddar. Fill, Think of all that cheddar. Them. Think of all that. We've cheddar. been to a couple of games, and I must admit, I would, wouldn't mind there again. I'm a big entertainment man. It's got to be more than just the football. Why would you go to a? You know, you think about. It, I think it's I going black your way up into VIP. Is if that if I was living in the UK, I would be a, a, a season ticket holder of football. Why? Because you go with your four mates, or five mates, or three mates, or maybe just your one mate. You go to the pub. You have your pint. You have your pie. You go and talk rubbish. You go to the game. You watch it. You 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 abuse the other fans. They abuse you. You have a bit of a banter and laugh. You have another pint on the way home, and you've had a good day out. It's all entertainment. There's things on the side. There's the merchandise. There's the entertainment going on. There's uh, kick the ball into the top left, top right. That's why I go in. And I hope that... Top bins, huh? Top bins. That's another thing we've got. We're going to need to follow up after this show, that competition. Exactly. So I think that if the FLF can put some entertainment on the outside of the ground, what are they doing at um, at, at half-time? I hope there's, um, I don't know, Mr... Uh one of the sponsors is there. A, is there character? Is there a kickoff? I think there's um, something for it. Is there? Well, no. I think I hope there is, and I think there's room, crossbar room challenge, for crossbar, crossbar challenge, challenge something crazy all like that. These things in order to draw more people to come and go to, to, to come to these games. We we saw it on on Saturday at the basketball. We had Sivan Felix, who was the uh, footy key, freestyle, footy the freestyle key. guy. Wasn't now, he was. Don't get me wrong. He was great. A bit small seeing one man on the on on the basketball pitch, but still all this type of entertainment. <laughs> it's good, 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 good stuff, mate. This was brilliant. I can't stand Ronaldo, so I thought it would be fun to stand and boo at him. <laughs> I love your honesty, it's brother. That black, I love your honesty. Black I love humor. Your honesty. While these, uh, while the while the. Miss, I called your brother there, Miss. That's embarrassing. Sorry about that. While the the WhatsApps keep coming through, we're going to talk to you or tell you a bit of information of what has been going on um, around the sport over the weekend because it was more than just the basketball. There was show jumping, football, volleyball. Fire uh, away, fire away. Let's dig into it, mate. Um, Show jumping, Mr. Tack. He uh, had an unbelievable weekend in Paris. where Victor Bettendorf, who is, is his uh, rider, they won a... Um, a four, we got a... Did they win? 
it's a, it's timed, isn't it? A perfection, a a, a perfect round of uh, and a strong time of thirty two point oh eight seconds um, that no other rider could com- compete in, and he went th- he won one hundred and thirty two thousand of the four hundred thousand euro prize money um, that was announced for this prize. It's the first Luxembourger to win such a re- renowned and highly endowed Grand Prix. But actually, it's not um, Mr. Bettendorf that wins that. It's actually the owner of the horse. Did you know that, that wins that money? Very interesting fact. In football, Manuel Pexotto is the new coach at Kaijing 97. It was announced from the club on Monday um, on its website. The 66-year-old Frenchman who sat on the, sat on the coach's bench from 2005 to 2017 at various um, at various other clubs throughout the country, including Petange, Niederkorn and Grevenmacher. He's now been given a contract to the end of the second. Now, Kaijing is 14th. And, and third last in the table, um, uh, which is in, in this relegation position, um, yeah, position I guess you could call that, is one point, um, is, yeah, it's one point ahead of the relegation position where Ho- um, Hostert is. They've only won one match in the championship since 16th of October, which means there hasn't been a victory for, um, from the Brewing City for 13 games. Not very good for uh, Kaijing, so hopefully Manuel can do a better job there. Amy, Amy Thompson, who will, will most likely be listening in, I, I sent her a message earlier on. I said, I'd like a goal in the top left corner this week. She said, top right is actually my preferred side, but she's going to give the left a go for us. Is Scott. that as you're facing it, or as the goalkeeper looks like? I think, yeah. I think it says you're facing, no? Top yeah, I think le- so. Yeah, yeah top right. left, top right. right. So I've asked, I've asked for the left, and she said this weekend she's going to have a go at the left. Normally a top right to preferred side. But... Uh, but I mean, don't listen to him. Just keep doing what you're doing and keep banging them in, <laughs> well, all right? She's banging them in, all right. Uh, she's got wing, oh, they've got Wincrons this weekend and then Al, and then the national team will have two games against the Faroe Islands here in Luxembourg on the 5th and the 8th of April. Let's see if we can uh, try and get down there and support the support the women's teams. I don't I don't believe they're playing in the in the stadium. Unfortunately, no. We but, had a moan about that later on. Well, I tell you who else isn't playing in the national stadium anytime soon is the Luxembourg national team because those both those games have been cancelled now. National rugby team. Yep, the Moldova match on the fourteenth of April uh, has been cancelled. You were looking and so it. the Hungary match was cancelled. The Latvian match was cancelled. Now the Moldova. That's three in, Czech, in a row. In the Czech game now on the twenty second of April. And we the Czech. Into that. So, a, yeah. so that means no national games this season. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Ooh, it's a bit of a... Can... Oh, I don't know what the, what the Federation can do, but you would think that they could maybe play against uh, a, a, another... Yeah, you could organise a friendly and stuff, but uh, to be brutally honest, I would say their focus is now on the small state games. We'll not get into that now. Obviously, the volleyball is the big one this weekend, OK? We've got the um, semi-finals. Dekirch will play Strassen and Bisson will play Fentange. And then also you've got Jim Volley will play Mama and Dekirch will play Bertrand. Very interesting how the format that they run, that they play the semis on the Friday night and then you go straight into the final on a... Um, the following day? Yeah. Cool way I guess, to go. I yeah, like that. Cool way to go. I guess there's. I guess, I guess the, the the sport doesn't really take it out of it. It's not like a not like a rugby. Is it not? Do you know a bit about volleyball? If you're listening in and Nathan's slagging uh, off volleyball, um, you know, put mate, us right. I you had the two that, volleyball I players. That, I told you that statistic. Jill, squash. Jill, if you're listening in, or, uh, G- or Gillis, Gillies, however you spell his name. Jill. He, well, he, well <laughs> I, I don't think. I mean, I'll, I'll be I'll be at the semi final so I can and raise it and I'll see it for myself. I told you about squash the, the, earlier in the day, didn't I? Yeah, you, all you ever talk about is squash, mate. <laughs> Coming from Mr. Rugby. Coming from Mr. Rugby himself. I, I All I've spoken about is movies today, okay? I haven't spoken about rugby once. Not so. at all? 
No. Nope. Rugby you, and CrossFit. Oh, mate, it's brutal. Not getting into it. Don't start talking about that. Uh, what else? We've got another one in here. Hello, I will offer it to my son and then he might love me more than football. Ooh, there you go. Good. Heavy, yeah, honest. I tell you what, we will do um, every Wednesday from now on. We will do a giveaway. So I guarantee you, even if you don't win the tickets today, I will have a giveaway to you. Whether it's a ticket to another match, whether it's that giant model Luxair aeroplane behind you, I promise you, I will be giving away something on the show. So even if you don't win tonight, please keep checking in with us. Um, next week, what do you what do you, what's on offer for us next week for the for the punters next? Well, I tell you what, if you want to find out what's on offer next week, follow our Instagram page, okay, and then I'll be putting up there what's on there what's on there okay we'll, we'll, um, we'll come into just, it just um nathan we're gonna have a quick discussion here about who our winner is and we're gonna see if we're gonna be making it a beautiful day for someone huh be back in a second <laughs> Stay tuned. dj brown out the heart is a blue no 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 Listen to the ending of this bit. Boom, 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 boom. Listen to you. I could listen to that all day. Oh, how old is you? T- how old is that song? Is that twenty years old now? I don't know. It's old DJ, DJ Bill, you are. Anyway, they have kept rolling in, haven't it, mate? What a tremendous outpouring. Maybe we should give more tickets away. Well, we, we said, as are. we said, we will be running. Ooh, a couple of latecomers in here. Yeah, Just read these out. It is eight o'clock. Don't bother texting in, okay? Because I'm not going to read them out. Um, you two, you t- oh mate, you two should pick us so we can have a beautiful Sunday. Great show, Zach. <laughs> oh, man. Well played, Zach. It's a pretty good one. Unfortunately, Zach, you're not going to change my mind. Where is my man, Tom? If you're listening in, T71, do lounge all the way. You are our winner. Uh, congratulations. If you have um, sent us a message, Stephen, thank you so much. We often uh, would love to get more and more people involved in the show. We will continue this trend moving forward. We'll have lots more to give away, so keep tuning in to our Wednesday show. Well, I think a big a, a big point of that is we want your part of this show as well. So if you have texted in tonight, hoping that you're going to win these tickets, yeah, thank you very much. We're, we're, we're sorry we can't give we don't have tickets for all of you because we'd, we take you all. We would take you all if we could. But thank you for texting in. But be part of the show. Give us your two cents with it. If we say something that's wrong if we have a have an opinion you think it's wrong throw your two cents in it we want to hear you you are part of let's talk sport too it's certainly not all of all all, all about us and our experiences it's not about squash it's not about rugby it's about any um any sport throwing oranges but yeah involved. as always nathan a huge thank you to the army of volunteers out there who make our sporting world tick whether you're Pouring pints behind the bar, you know, doing security, checking tickets down at the football this weekend. I know it's something I, I, something I really like in Luxembourg about how we will go down to the football and the punters behind the bar are from the local clubs and stuff like That's that. That's right. It's absolutely. That's right. They were know. helping the FLB. We yeah, had the, yeah, we yeah. had the president of uh, president of one of the the basketball clubs was um, was behind the bar for the evening, making it all happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So thank you. And if you if you're not involved, do get involved. You know, getting the little ones driving around, whatever that might be. As always, you can uh, tune into the rest of the team we've got the Sam Steen show from 6am tomorrow morning you've got Steps and his lunchbox at 12 and then you've got Melissa Dalton with the home stretch from 3 o'clock you've also got Dave Burrows and his DB3 sessions you've got the hangover show on Sunday morning Sunday morning Sarah Tat some tunes on there what a bubbly character 
Huh? What an absolute legend so Sarah is. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she puts a smile on your face. Yeah. Um, as always, commiserations if you did message in and didn't get a chance to get those tickets. I'm sure there's plenty of other radio shows out there who might have a few giveaways. Um, and if we're lucky enough to come across any, uh, so, check us so, out so on our social media. Let's talk every sport. Every Wednesday night. Every Wednesday. Moving forward, we will have a giveaway. We will have a giveaway, whether it's tickets to local sport, okay, or tickets to some of the major sporting events. We want you to get involved. Thanks again for all those who have joined us tonight. Very quickly, I just want to make a shout out for Sunday's show. We've got Irina Karatum, an ice skater. Now we've seen some of the work that she's been doing, or, or that she that she puts on her platform on Insta- Instagram, isn't it? Unbelievable. So yeah, yeah, it'd be fantastic. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, it's something we're going to another um, coach with a load of talent teaching uh, teaching children. I said I wouldn't. Um, I said I would have uh, wouldn't read any more out, but this. This one. Had I known Doodle on John the Way would win the tickets, I would have told it down there. Anyway, great listen. First time for everything, just not for the football match this weekend. Thank you so much if you've listened in this evening. Have a great week. And until Sunday, it's cheer. Cheer. cheer.